a super collider. I just met her. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 3, Episode 8. That's Lobstertainment uh, with your host, Tommy Rulo. How's it going? Oh, Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today is our special guest, Sarah Eisenhart. Welcome Hello. back to the show, Sarah. That was great. I talked right over you when you were greeting us. You Fantastic. Um, I'm trying to decide if your intro was uh, zoity enough to not be anti-Semitic. Uh, take your pick. That was Hank Azaria doing um, Harold Zoid. Was that him doing the voice? Yeah, isn't that yep. awesome? I saw he was a guest voice, but I never put that together. So that year was your impression of Hank, of somebody doing Hank Azaria doing Harold Zoid. It, it started off as that um, grade school good morning Mrs. So and So thing that you yeah. know that sing songy, and then it started feeling Zoidbergish, and then I realized that I can't do it well. So then I was like, stop, and then I did. Here we are, guys. <laughs> we are. So we I mean, we can We're try here. that again. Second time guest, Sarah Eisenhart. Wonderful to have you back. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Spring is finally no, sprung thank you. here <laughs> in Cleveland, Ohio, right? Oh, I meant to check this before we started, so maybe while we're talking, I'll look. But I, I think this might be right around the year anniversary of our very first record. Like, we, we may actually be doing this show for over a year, if not now, very soon. Well, go ahead. Take your time. Look it oh, up. Oh, you know Those what? Those of you at home, you know, find something near you. Make a game. Yeah. It, look, gamifying your life is it's a life hack to make you accomplish goals. Doing what to your life? Gamifying it. Gamifying? Oh, yeah. Like, like creating arbitrary goals with the tasks that you do to then yeah. try and beat them. Like, really, it's something that Seymour Skinner did when he was pinned under that uh, file cabinet. Yeah. He dribbled a basketball to see how many times he could dribble it in an hour. Yeah. Or, and then he tried to see if he could beat that. And then he made a rocket out of something. <laughs> that? It was like diet soda and Mentos or something like that. It was like a churro or something, I, or like a candy thing. I, I can't remember. I mean, never mind. We're it's not. We're close, but we're not there yet. Well, happy anniversary to you guys. Yeah, happy early <laughs> anniversary. Someone should have brought flowers in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, the jumbotron cartoon this week. I think it was Felix. If it if it wasn't Felix, it might have been our favorite racist cartoon. It Bosco. was our favorite racist cartoon, Bosco. But here's the thing: he was um, Sarah. Do you know about this Bosco character? Um, just from your podcast, okay. I've listened to. That's as much as I know from from <laughs> this podcast. Sarah, Sarah's familiar with all different other kinds of racism, so she doesn't <laughs> need to be on top of all of them. I thought that's what you do. Well, <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it's it's a full time job. It's, uh, but anyway, this cartoon was basically like the show-stopping scene from the new Spider-Man movie trailer where he's holding together the Staten Island ferry with, with webs and pure will and super spider strength. Dude, when I saw that trailer, I, I literally went like, Whoa. Right. Well, this, <laughs> like, they stole it from Bosco because Bosco was doing the same thing with, I think, a train. Yeah, because it was Bosco. And Bosco moves. stole it from Hamlet. Yeah, we get it. Well, there was that um, commercial with, uh, what, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Huh? And he was on two trucks in, in the desert. Oh, yeah. Yo, that was, um, was it trucks? Yeah, and he had his legs split. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. 
Oh, I you said I didn't. you said commercial, and I was trying to think of what advertisement he was in. But I mean, it was for a movie, was it? <laughs> no, I think it was what? for like a. Car. No, that was a movie. Was it? A commercial? I don't. I don't remember. See, I just remember him splitting his legs in. Oh, like did Time he? Cop? He, I feel like he did it in a couple I, things, and maybe he I did think it. In this he did it in every like, single movie he yeah, was like ever in. But Time Cop is where yeah. he, like, like it, I mean, jumped up on the counter and I, did the splits on the counter. I thought Jean Claude Van Damme. Did I say that right? Doing the splits was the same as like Steven Seagal doing this jobby, where he like sticks out his pinky. For those of you at home, Pete and I are putting our our fingers together to make a vagina. Basically, that's more of a Sammy Hagar move mm-hmm. from the. No, I meant the thing era. where we, where we do this and link our our hands together like in grade I, school. I don't know anybody. Uh, I know you're talking about. Okay, Jesus, God. Isn't it cute cootie shots? Cootie shots. Yeah, stick your finger in here. Like in there? Yeah. What What does that do? That's a cootie shot. You just gave me a cootie shot. I did. But that wasn't like a shot. I would think a shot would be like a, a needle or something. I didn't make it up. No, I don't know. I never. Do you guys? Do you guys ever hear that? It's a very no. feminine kind of violence. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to see what they just did, look up cootie shots on <laughs> the internet. And after, <laughs> and after you get past all of the horrible, horrible <laughs> images and videos, there might be an actual explanation of what Sarah just did. And uh, take your pick of which one it was. <laughs> I mean, just just so you know, you're on the right one. Everyone here is fully clothed, and it only involved fingers. So. I mean, that should winnow it down to, to at least school. 17%, right? I don't, I don't know. Um, anyway, I, I'm kind of disappointed in how many times Bosco shows up in these Jumbotron cartoons. It's free. I understand <laughs> that it's free, but like... It's like a split second, and it's free. You know what else is free? Nazi propaganda films. Those are also public domain, probably. I'm just, I'm just saying... There's I'm going to start using the audio for the beginning of this podcast <laughs> just to spite you. And then when people complain, I'm going to be like, it's free. It's free. <laughs> we're just, we're all angling for jobs it, it, in the it, new administration. It has nothing to do with they, what they believe in as a cartoon. It's just free. <sighs> that seems like such a cop-out answer. Let's find out. I want to find out who picked all of those. Get on, all right, start tweeting let's, let's the do principles. Let's the other that. Eric Kaplan. Not that one, but the other one. Um, I, I liked this episode, I mm-hmm. think, uh, to an extent, but I also felt some of it was sort of, um, like this was one where I was happy to see a lot of the characters show up mm-hmm. that were in it and they were sort of fun, but I think the sto- story overall was kind of weak. I'm not a fan of this episode. I mean, it's okay, but for I as don't much really... Zoidberg as it has in it, you would expect it to be better. There's like... A whole lot of jokes in the beginning, and then yeah. like nothing, and then some jokes about Fry and Leela, and then that's it. Yeah, it's it's Sarah. Sort of, uh, gen- general reaction overall. I didn't like this episode at all. And I you still watched it three times. Well, I was really drunk once, so four times. <laughs> did did this? And she was doing research. Research doesn't have to be fun. It's better if it is. Exactly. But, but it also kind of answers that question uh, that you guys ask about, like, who could carry a... Spin-off? A spin-off? Well, I, I still contend that a Zoidberg spin-off would be fun. I don't think a Zoidberg and Zoid would be great. Now, young Zoid, 
young Harold Zoid when he was like making those silent films Mm -hmm. and doing God knows what to young starlets and whatnot and probably being quite debaucherous, that might be a fun show to watch because that was actually funny. You know when uh, the copyright of A Closed Shave was? When? 29-22. That's when uh, silent holograms were big. Interesting. I saw the Roman numerals and I just... I researched it. Was that was that research fun, or was yeah, it not? Yeah, I googled uh, Roman numeral to real numbers. Interesting. Well, not that Roman numerals aren't real numbers. Are you sure? Maybe they weren't. I Roman couldn't think numerals. of what they were called. What are they, <laughs> dude? It's like sometimes numbers. The Mary aren't even Tyler real Moore numbers. numbers what are the numbers, numbers we use? Are what like are they? Letters. What are they called? You know, Aramaic. Aramaic. Yes. Uh, so the episode starts off at the comedy simulator, yep. right? Um, I was trying to figure out what, I mean, like, cause all of the, the comedy clubs tend to start with comedy in their name. So you don't get confused about what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the simulator the part ha, ha, was. Hut. Go bananas. <laughs> the funny bone. Um, helium. Is that it? That's one. That's a chain. Hilarities. Pickwick and That's Frolic a- Theater, which is actually right here in Cleveland, Ohio, and maybe one of the best comedy clubs in the country. So if you're in the neighborhood, go check it out. Anyway, um, the MC for the night, was that the same guy from Trisol or are Trisolians? Same guy. You're sure? Well, I mean, I think it's supposed to be. Or, or is it just like they're a race what of aliens think? that's renowned you, for being comedians? Tom, you look like you have some, <laughs> Tom, you look like you have something to say. I certainly do. It's a reoccurring character, and it's the same person. What's his name? I don't remember. Hmm. You could have made it up, and I would have believed you. Hoblobdob? Yeah, I would believe that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember any of the name of the Trisolians. Frank Lafowitz. Okay. Hmm. Bobcat um. Waterman. <laughs> no, it was uh, Gold, uh, Goldberg, Zoidberg. Uh, <laughs> it's Bobcat Zoidberg. And I love the fact that they added that. And I know on a previous episode, I explained the whole etymology of the Bobcat name, and then you edited it out. Um, I'm not going to recap it here. Here we go again. <laughs> but I think, I think it's interesting that, do you think Zoidberg called himself that, or that they just slapped that on him as he was coming up to the stage? I feel like he just came up with it on his own. Interesting. He's not funny. He, and he also used like the humor of Yak Yakov Smirnov or whatever. Who's so you're suggesting that Yakov Smirnov isn't funny? Because he's fucking hilarious in the eighties when we were living under the specter of nuclear war. Maybe it's time for him to have a career resurgence. What do you think? Mm. He's I'm killing o- it I'm in okay Branson, with, Missouri. With everybody now. just referencing him for now. But don't, I, I almost feel, I, well, I have mixed feelings about him. I think he's someone whose act became a parody of itself. Sort of yeah, like, like Andrew like, Dice Clay or, or Larry the Cable Guy or him. something like that. But he didn't have the wild success of Larry the Cable Guy. In um, my country, podcasts listen to you. Yes. <laughs> but, but he's also... Um, it is creepy. <laughs> and pretty much in Russia, that's probably what happens. <laughs> everything listens to everything. Um, but I, I liked how uh, 
in the in the establishing scene in the comedy simulator, somebody was I think it was the MC was telling a joke, and buried in the laugh track was a. Woo! Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I I love when those pop up. It was like like the same noise Fry makes when they do the Married with Children homage in another episode. Uh, I think with um with Alcazar and Leela on that planet, like oh, yeah. Fry did a did one of those. But then, um, not only is it amateur comic night, it's amateur valet night. <laughs> <laughs> just the cars were getting all smashed up because right. they didn't know how to drive that. them. It was great. Yeah. That was maybe one of the sharpest jokes in the whole show this week. Huh. Yeah. yeah besides the hologram. Yes. Being funny. A close shave was really good. That was yeah, that was, uh, I, I've always liked that. Just Sir, you forgot your hat. <laughs> 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 the, <laughs> so at the morning recap, um, <laughs> Hermes just lays into Zoidberg again. <laughs> you're, you're a you're a crazy penniless lobster doctor. <laughs> you have no, no business, business telling jokes. I, oh yeah, like I just I love I still like I get tingles whenever I see Hermes lay into him. It's totally unfounded and unfair in a lot of the cases. But he's so mean to him in such a really nice way. I don't, I don't know. That's I, I like as long as this show goes on. I hope I never lose that feeling when Hermes gets mad at him because it's one of the few things that brings me consistent joy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for someone else to say something because I didn't even write any of that stuff down. What that part we were? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the wait, what? Though? What? The no, I, that's where I stopped where and then I moved on because like even that part. Wait, what do you mean? Where did you start? What I'm talking about is just the whole, just that small bit where Hermes says something to Zoidberg uh-huh. or whatever. I didn't even write any of that down, so I don't even know where to go now. You mean I when the meeting all... wake up in the morning? That's what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, my next note is all the way to about Harold Zoid, so. What is it? How he, it's never come up before that Zoidberg's related to him? No, I just, my next thing is giant club for Planet Express ship. When they go, when they go to Los Angeles, yes. you skipped, you skipped all the way to that, right? So I, I, I I'm just waiting for anyone else to say anything. <laughs> my, uh, my next note is, uh, oh, I see you're with Mr. Stallone, so I might have skipped a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. I well, yeah, I, I mean, I thought the top half of the episode was actually better than the rest, so I'm surprised that you waited to take notes. Well, I don't on know. It. Here's what I think about the whole episode. Uh, before we start to dissect it. I was really excited to watch this because my memories of it were, oh man, so much Zoidberg. Uh, who's the other? Who else is in this a lot that I was excited about? Somebody remember Calculon? my th- memories from? Yes, Calculon's thank you. That's it. Yeah, in Calculon. So I was like, this is going to be great. And then it's just, you know, it's kind of a mediocre episode. I don't think it's terrible. It's not one of the. To me, it's not a um, a bad one like some of the ones that we've done. That I'm like, this that sucked. It was a terrible episode. But not a lot of great lines. Just kind of a. Okay, story. I mean, it's not bad. I it's thought there, I relative, thought there were great lines in there. Though. There weren't not any. Don't get me wrong, but it wasn't like it wasn't like jam packed. Like the you know a fucking day the Earth stood stupid and you know Roswell that ends well and when you know, Zoidberg gets his own ink. Yeah, I mean it was good. It was a good good Futurama joke. It, That's it, a Futurama ish type. It you faked know. me out because at first I thought he was just reaching into his jacket to pull out an ink bottle. But when later they showed uh, Harold Zoid replying to him and he had the empty bottle and stuck it in it, like squirted into it. I mean, that was pretty gross and great. There, 
there's a, I feel like there's a picture of you on comedy writers' rooms that just says Rube, and they're like, this is the guy we're writing for. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think? <laughs> this uh, it, It's you, and you're really happy with two thumbs up. <laughs> the very first... <laughs> I just picture you looking at a picture of Bender and just steam coming out of your ears and like a confused look on your face. Uh, this episode, like, uh, they, they're, they're like, was, we're writing for, for happy Pete, but we're not writing for no, uh, no, sh- they're, shoes they're two doing, sizes too small, Pete. They're doing the opposite. They're doing more of this and less of this. <laughs> uh, the very like first like fan... Uh, Futurama website, which is still in existence, go to Futurama.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or no, I'm sorry, go, got, got future, future, yeah, Futurama.com. And this was voted like one of the, actually the worst episode during At the, the broadcast time of the airing, season. Yeah, yeah like I a, believe it. And I can, yeah, it's just, I, I always skip over this episode when I'm like just randomly watching episodes. I always remember the holophoner part, and I'm like, oh man, this is a good episode, and that's all I think of. And then I'm like, there was oh, a holophoner part, or no, um, holo, uh, what am I trying the to think hologram? of? The hologram, the disc. Yeah. What did he call it? The old seventy-eight something. Yeah, yeah, seventy-eight RPM holodisc. And that's a reference to does anybody seventy-eight RPM record albums? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Those are the ones that uh, Robert Crumb used to like to listen to. But this is one was 78 million. Oh, I don't know. Oh, was it? 78 million RPM. One of our friends. That's why it was so big. One of our friends put out a record, somebody in Cleveland, and I got it. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And it, they have the thing where you have to switch the speed or whatever. And uh, I haven't had to do that in, I don't since I was a little kid. And I had like the little story. Rec- 45? Yeah. And, um... So I started listening to it, and I was like, "This is this is pretty good. This is some like, <laughs> like kind of like dark, dark drudgy, like you know." And I'm like, then the, the vocal started. I'm like, "Wait a second. I turn it. I'm like, "Oh, well, this is also very good." <laughs> <laughs> Our crumb is still alive, everybody. Hopefully, he doesn't die before this episode uh, comes out. Yeah, when did they stop making like '78s and like the '60s, late '50s, something like that? Uh. Probably. You, wait, don't you work at a record store slash record label that sells used records? Yeah, I'm just asking. Like, I don't know, but I do know. That's when they <sighs> just make up game. an answer. I'll believe you because <laughs> yeah. you're the one that works at the record store. Uh, yeah, no, that's when they. If you were gonna knowledge shame some pudgy bearded record collector that came in and tried to mansplain it to you, what would you tell him to shut him down? I'd probably just shove a '78 in his face. Wouldn't it break? Aren't they brittle? His teeth would break. The rest of that is then I'd shove a 45 in his face. Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But somebody just told me that, you know, like the higher end, like Audio Technica turntables that are coming out, you can actually put a 78 speed on them. You just have to also change the needle or something. (laughs) (laughs) I saved it. I saved it. This beer tried to explode and I sucked it up and then it tried to come back out again. And we're good. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Please yeah. don't lick your hand and then wipe the table like you did last time. <laughs> did I do that? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like something I would do. What's wrong with that? Well, then we had to clean it twice. <laughs> it would be different if you did it, Sarah. You know there's a hack if you um, manually turn a 78 on your turntable and use a cat claw as the needle? 
You can get it to work. <laughs> Try it out, Did we folks. do that? No. <laughs> no. The hard I don't know, part. man. It sounds like something we would do. We did a lot of stuff with our cats. <laughs> the hard part is holding the cat still and pushing right. its mouth open. So that the sound comes out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's not even what I pictured, the sound no, coming out of the neither. cat's mouth. That's, that's, that's way a, better. That's, that's way better. You just improved that a thousand times. I know. And it's abusive to cats. So win-win. <laughs> The, when, when, so I, I feel like the Zoidberg mentioning his long-lost famous relative is almost like redoing the same plot as Luck of the Fryrish, where it's like all of a sudden he's like, oh, we never put this together. Like, don't you think poor penniless Zoidberg would have mentioned that before just to try and garner the respect that having a famous celebrity would? It is a very TV-ish type, you know... Like, yeah. oh, my, my long lost... Here's my identical twin cousin from uh, Mepos. It, it makes sense <laughs> that uh, Calculine was in this episode because that, that was a very soap opera. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the most... Like, like when, when that show was on, I would like catch a little bit. As, as a little kid, I didn't get it. And I was just like, there's that show everybody talks about. And um, when I went to rewatch it as like a young person in like high school or whatever, uh, I... When it got to that, I was just like, I was like, I know the show's like genius or whatever, but like, is that a joke that, you know, it's the cousin with the blonde wig or whatever, or brunette wig or, yeah, yeah. you know. I saw bits and pieces of Twin Peaks when it first came out. Um, then my girlfriend at the time was really into it and she wanted to go see Firewalk with me. And it was one of the most traumatizing cinema experiences I've ever had. I think... <laughs> Now I'd be fine watching it. it. Would probably make a lot more sense. But like, the the dwarf in the red room speaking backwards in gibberish was just too much for me to parse out when I was in high school. Like I really had a difficult time with it. Yeah, I don't know how or why. Well, I do because I was like an only child, and there wasn't a lot of like bend in my direction from my family. So. They watched Twin Peaks, so I also watched it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I also had to watch like L.A. Law. Oh and, yeah, like, me too. All kinds of stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, that wasn't like. Well, that was back then rappy. when it was just here's the the <laughs> the, the, the three or, or four channels. Or what whatever. about Homicide: like, Life on the Streets? That was definitely not on in the. What is that? Is that an older show? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I think oh. what is every it? time I think of L.A. Law, I think of Homicide: Life on the Streets. Isn't um, Homicide is the show that introduced. To the world, murder. No, <laughs> Detective Munch. Yeah, things were going okay <laughs> and, until and, that TV show invented murder. Well, but Munch, like Homicide. I don't know. Then who we Munch had to invent. You don't know who Munch is. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who Munch. All I was gonna say is that uh, as far you're, as Twin wait, Peaks no, go, shut up. I Hang never, on. Munch is the character who ties together Homicide, SVU, The Wire. Um. X Files, and I think like maybe two know, other shows all into the same universe. Just, it's Richard Belzer, yeah, played the same character in the same universe on all of those shows. Yeah, so the X Files oh. takes place in the same universe as SVU, mm -hmm. real life. Yeah, exactly. And The Wire, also real life. I think. Do you think Munch is a uh, do you think Richard Belzer is a character Munch plays, though, in this TV show we call Slurmcast? <laughs> Does he show up Dot com. I, well, I think he's been on The Simpsons. Has he been on Futurama? Uh, I don't I know. I don't think so. 
Okay. I don't know. Maybe the head. Well, Maybe. You just who knows? Found out he existed. How could you be? So I, sure? I just can't believe. I know never... who Richard Belzer is. Have you never I seen Law and Order I know... SVU? I've seen it, and it. He's Ice-T's partner. Yeah, in the original Law and Order. No, I watched the original Law and Order. He was on that too, I think. He oh. was. The, yeah, it was. Then one he of the got main cops spun off into SVU. Yeah. He's he's ubiquitous. Shooter game, but yeah. it was also scary too because like it would be like ah, you yeah. know, like yeah. Resident are, Evil. Are you putting like, take the last thirty-five minutes yeah. out in your edits, Tom? <laughs> While you were gone, we talked about um, Tom. That was the, the other episode. Guy. My name is Boiler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so LA was not nearly as disgusting this time as it was the last time they were there. Yeah, the um, outskirts could be though. But they were right in the middle of it because they went to the Chinese theater last time. Is that in the middle of L.A.? It's in the middle of Hollywood, which mm. is you know one section of the massive. Maybe it got cleaner. In how long do you think this is since Fry was last there? Or maybe they got a new mayor. A few years. Years? Yeah. What about the mayor? Maybe they got a new mayor. And oh, and cleaned it up a bit? Yeah, yeah. like a clean up. No, because the Polly Short uh, Jury Duty 2 is oh, still that's showing. What they did in New York, so. Mm-hmm. It still smells like pee. In the, only in the summer. Mm. I mean, it has, to, it has to be almost. warm. 30th Century Fox it was a yeah. very Futurama joke. I mean, not only because it's Futurama, but also that's their like logo thing or whatever. So that was, was know, stupid. Um, I don't know. I think that this that was not funny. Not funny. Not funny. Was, uh, except no, that they they have the spotlights to blind pilots and film the crash. <laughs> actually, okay, for reality you know what? Then show. They did make it funny. That was actually that was pretty good because especially and i don't even know where reality tv is now i don't know if the but all the the um it's still on tv no no i mean all the uh back then that was the like oh uh, horrible crashes or, or whatever you know what i mean it was like right right it wasn't that what was going There's on back a then term that for time that. Uh, it's the yeah, world's blankiest blank <laughs> what's what's the term for that i i'm trying to think of oh. it also was this anybody else got to know it <laughs> So, uh, Zoid... Sh- shock something, or is it something like that, or, like... Shockumentary. Oh, no, I, I mixed up my notes, no, I'm sorry. World's blankiest blank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that was you... uh, the last time you no, were on I this show. Really? That's why I can't remember. Go ahead, Pete, what were you going to say? I, I At first, I thought... I have a note in here that says Mel Gibson's Yeah, that's my next note, too. And so Mel Gibson's head comes out. I thought for a second that that was the name of the nursing home that Harold Zoid was in, and then I was going to ask oh, it, like, if showed. this was before or after Mel Gibson's horrible breakdown. This is before. This is way before, because yeah. they're making, what, Braveheart jokes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was still like... This is 2001. He was still beloved. Nobody <laughs> beloved. knew that he was... That doesn't... They made a joke about a, a Subaru ad. The cops and whatever, like... They, they made an ad, a joke about a Subaru ad with Ruth Gordon in it from the 70s oh, in one right. of these shows. So, it, I mean... The, the temporal nature of it doesn't matter. They've I'm gonna got, go ahead and say that. Uh, just remembering, like this. Like is, when did he say sugar tits? Uh, when was was that when he got arrested or before? That was during, yeah. right? That was <laughs> that was that was the, the one. I like, mean, that was like, the first. Literally, one. like maybe ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, I'm gonna say that. Yeah, exactly. 2005 ish, right? Sounds it doesn't right. matter. This is 2001. I remember going through high school, not having a problem with Mel Gibson. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So you were you were in high school, and that was yeah, that hadn't happened yet. I'm trying to track down this uh, what Mel Gibson's um, yes fall down. Uh, all right, let hey everybody, let's find out what's next on my notes. What's, Hank what's, area <laughs> is what's horrible it about will never make it to the air. 2000. <laughs> hey guys, just so you know, looks like it's about 2006. So Horchie was right. 
Yeah, I said, good job. Yes. Eleven years. Here's okay. another dumb joke. Par- parallel Universal Studios. Yeah, you, you know what a good joke was joke. <laughs> when Calculon asked Bender, "Have you got an extra go-to ten line?" <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. Bender <laughs> knocks on the door. Yeah, and comes in and says like he tries to get Calculon. The second to let him time in. he and the second time he does it right away, and Calculon's like, "What's wrong with you? Have you got an extra go-to ten line?" I always laugh at that because Calculon's funny, but I don't know what it means. It just means he's got shitty bad code with a bad logic loop in it, so he's just repeating. The same thing that he's doing. Just say computer stuff. It's well, it's computer stuff. Okay, but it was fun because it's. I mean, it's like really old timey computer stuff. I like it. You probably learned that on like an Apple IIe in the eighties. So uh, Ebola is Spago, yes. Maybe. Why? I mean, really, it could have been anything. What's Spago? That's a restaurant or something. Yeah. It's, uh, is it like a fancy LA restaurant? Wolfgang Puck's uh, like flagship. Yeah. Who's Wolfgang where, Puck? He makes the soups that you buy at the store. I don't buy soup. I the hate guy soup. they invented the hockey puck, Archie. <laughs> He's an onion cutter. I. Uh, <laughs> that sounds super racist. Is it? <laughs> no, is that a, I don't no? Think so. Oh, if man. Is, but I'll tell you what, the next guy that cuts me off of in traffic, <laughs> get out of my way, you onion cutter. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I, I it mean, it sounds uh, like it's <laughs> like at least derogatory. Does Jason call people that? No, he calls himself that. Really? I, I, I like that. That's, that's pretty good. Um, I ate a Wolfgang Puck fried chicken sandwich in Las Vegas a couple months ago, and it was very good. I burned the shit out of my mouth on it. But what, it is he, what does he taste like? Uh, chicken. Hmm. It was a Wolfgang Puck chicken sandwich. But the chickens speak with an Austrian accent. It's pretty. I just ridiculous. assume that they interbreed Wolfgang Puck with chickens, and that's how they make their sandwich. In a test tube, yeah. I mean, it's hard, like, well, it's not a Larry Flint kind of thing. So, uh, Zoidberg does a do, spit does take the, that comes out of multiple points in his face. I don't remember that. It was pretty great. Of his face? Like, different I, holes in his face? Yeah, he, he does like Wait, a, why does he do a spit take? I don't remember. Because he's yes. surprised about something. For a million dollars. Somebody offered him a million dollars? What am I No, because no. Harold Zoid wanted to write and direct and star in a movie that Zoidberg was going to oh, finance. Oh, when he says you'll because need Because he's his to... rich doctor okay. nephew. So we're at the, they go and have, have lunch with, you know, they're writing back and forth. Uh, I, I really, I don't know why, but uh, for some reason I enjoyed uh, Harold Zoid's um housemate or you know the old lady old mate. <laughs> <laughs> just very long drawn out what did she yeah. say what did she say i meant to write it down in my notes and i just yeah didn't she does say something like, good and i didn't write it down either talking about what is that whatever like when it's like it's a letter it's a fan letter from my rich nephew rich doctor nephew that was one of the the one scribbledy gift. That, yeah, yes. yeah. I was like, I was like, one of the four of us, or if I don't write this down, somebody will write this down. Rule number one: write it down. Yeah, do it yourself. <laughs> DIY. ABP. What's that? Always be prepared. OPP. What's that? I don't know. Are you done with it? it depends <laughs> on what it stands for. <laughs> I think I've heard multiple interpretations of what those initials stand for. One, <laughs> one might be the radio edit. So it's a it's a whole different thing. I think it stands for old people 
pride. Does it? <laughs> Speaking of nursing homes. <laughs> <laughs> they're a wealth of knowledge. So they're they're having lunch and they're you know both play, is the bread the free? Jack, the Jack Ritter like <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> Jack Ritter John Ritter it's John Ritter and Jack, Jack Tripper. Tripper. Thank you, John Tripper. I understand. MD. Yeah, I I get how they're confusing. It's very lazy writing on the part of the creators of Three's Company. John Tripper, BJ Honeycutt. I don't think that's right. Hmm? Isn't that a bunny? What? BJ Honeycutt? PJ Bunny Butt? No, No, isn't there a bunny? If there isn't, there is now. It does, does sound like a bunny name. Does the word honeycut automatically... And you will not get a cut of my children's book. <laughs> does it bring uh, images of pork chops to BJ, your mind? PJ honeycut? Yeah. Bunny butt. No, honeycut, what I think of... Melons. Ew. What? No, I... Are you thinking of honeydew? Yeah, probably. I, I think of little tiny cereal pieces that were cut by bees. Are you thinking of honeycombs? Well, Did yes. you know me want honeycombs? <laughs> I feel like we're going off the rails in a good way this episode. <laughs> what beast? The, in the honeycomb, the honeycomb commercial, creature, like where you turn into a honeycomb and like uh, yeah, the kids, the, 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 it's like yeah, because they the wanted the hangry. A what? Original hangry? Yeah. And, no, it's, or wait, is it hang on, hang it? on. If the kids turn into honeycombs, dudes, beasts, doesn't that mean that monsters? they're going to get eaten by bees? No. no, they don't turn into honeycombs. They turn into that creature. I couldn't think of what it was. They like yeah, they want they shit them it's out. Like a, it's spit like, into them. <laughs> it's like a bear slash Tasmanian devil slash dog. And it looks creature. like he's definitely g- gonna. <laughs> that three way hybrid reminds me of a line from earlier when Zoidberg writes the letter. He goes, "Remember." Uh, Norm and Sam and Sadie's boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're three. Oh yeah. How does that work? Is one of them a step? Was uh, it a polyamorous one relationship? One of them might be a cogenitor. It's possible. Wow, where did Do you get that word? Maybe? Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like a situation where there's like a clutch of eggs and then they just spray sperm on it? I, I feel like Zoidberg said I that I haven't before, been in like... one of those for a long time. <laughs> Well, he's like not all since these my Catholic school days. Mixes of uh, animal things. He's not. Well, he's not a mix. I mean, their their mating fine. ritual was. I mean, he's a, oh, fine. He's an alien, but he sort of has characteristics for all these other. Speaking like, of which, yeah. Speaking of which, how come when Zoidberg does a uh, an ink thing or whatever, yeah. you don't have a problem with it? Well, that's what I'm he's, talking about. What do you mean? Well, that he's just kind of like a bunch of different shit. Because it's consistent well, with his character. I mean, yeah, he is. That's, you know, whatever his species is. There are sea animals like that have squid. ink sacs and can squirt out ink. It's not rending the laws I mean, you're of You're right. And I, fuck you. That's, you know. That's why, like, hey, thanks, that's, man. that's a biological plausibility is what that is. Even within the confines of a cartoon. Yeah. Being able I feel to like, fit. Well, that's what I, That's why I brought up like spraying sperm on eggs. Well, the way you said that, Sarah, like reminded me of how you I was. Can bring that up anytime you want. That, Sarah. <laughs> that or like frogs spawn. Zoidberg 
is like the the house alien so that whenever there's a thing where it's like here's a weird alien thing that's funny like he can do it and i'm waiting for you to go like wait a second so he can do this too and when we get to the episode where he has a bunch of different organs and they do this I you don't know what know. you know what bothered me what harold zoid had like three hairs on top of his head that bothered you he should have had zero hairs he's a fucking crustacean that would that bothers me more than being able to generate ink out of some nondescript hole on the side. Yeah, like that's creative license. He was an take. actor. Do you don't you think maybe like they were like maybe you should grow some hair? And he, at one point he tried to grow some hair and had like a surgery or something. That was good. I think if he was, was going good. to be that vain and play that part, he would have gotten a fuller head of hair. Right, and then they probably fell out because he couldn't he couldn't maintain it, and he He's ended poor. up at the he does final love- curtain. Old actors' home. Speaking <laughs> Is of which, that what which the name was of the home great. was? Yeah. The final yeah. curtain. Old actors' home. So, so, anyways, they're at the restaurant. They're both speaking of which. They're both pretending that they're not poor, um, and that's when Harold Zoid tells Zoidberg that he thinks he should do drama. Very abruptly, when he, you know, he's <laughs> like, "You're not funny," and and I didn't write down any lines from this episode. I just wrote down things that happened. Which, no, that was at the restaurant. That's what I'm it? saying. Oh, okay. No, I'm just saying, like, when they were there. Uh, you, you know, normally I'd be like, this happened. Usually when I take notes, uh, it's the lines, and then the lines remind me of what happens, but I was like, there aren't any good ones. So I just wrote down what happened, and now every time I go to be like, every time I go to say like, um, and then he said this, I'm like, well, then he said this. That's not as funny, because I can't remember what he said. You know? I uh, I thought that... Delivery? Delivery? You're missing delivery. What do you mean? Because you don't have the lines. I'm missing Delivery? Right, because I don't have them to deliver. Yeah. Oh. Why is that like a stage, <laughs> uh, a stage uh, a term or whatever? I don't know. Oh. You All like I know comedy. is you're supposed to run the entire gamut. Of I wish there was a waiter walking scene. right now and just spilling spaghetti on you that or Gene. That was adorable. <laughs> is um the the thing that I was wondering is it looks like the Capitol Records building. Whenever they did the exterior shots in L.A., mm-hmm. um, yeah. it had a big sign on top that said swap meet. Yeah, I saw that. And I was just trying yes. to figure out what that was, if that was a reference to something or just like, oh, this building's completely uh-huh. vacant now and now it's just like a shitty dirt mall. All I can think of is that is the California, not that swap meets don't happen everywhere, but that is the West Coast, not just even California, but the West Coast, uh, like here's where... Um, a bunch of hippie ne'er do wells go to just like hang out and have a swap meet because you mean it like the Berea Fairgrounds every Saturday? Yeah, and Sunday? but but West Coast, so like not hillbillyish. But oh, it is no, though. they are. I've been there. Kobe swap meets down in San Diego. Yeah, that's what I'm they're saying. They're pretty crazy. I mean, they're 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 hillbillies. They're West Coast. It's hillbillies. no, it, but it's not just hill. Like it's actually very multicultural. It's very strange, and it's like yeah, there's junk, and yeah, there's vintage, and then yeah, there's. Well, it's kind of like, like here's a package of sixty five packs of tidy whitey underpants, but it, but it, but for at the same a remarkably time, like, low price. I feel like I was really snobby about that. Like Slightly I go to flea markets, used. you know, like Cleveland flea markets are great. They're fun. You can go to them and get stuff that you probably don't need. That's I the mean, point. It's saving it from that's the America, landfill, but it's also probably perpetuating someone's drug habit. So you really need to think about it. Ethically, too many onion cutters. <laughs> flea markets. <laughs> What's what? What would the you know, like the the too many chiefs and not enough Indians? What would the onion cutter <laughs> piece be? I don't know. 
Like too what many, that, too many onion cutters. What would be? What would not be, uh, enough carrot peelers? See, that's good. That could be good. But if you're the head onion cutter, what's the? It would next? be too many onion cutters, not enough onions. Too many onion cutters, not enough onions. It'd be like too many peelers. cooks in the kitchen. Stock. Not enough stock. Not enough stock. Yeah. Or too much stock. I like leaving the skin on my vegetables. What do you mean, all your vegetables? Well, I mean, like you're saying, carrot peelers, which I think is really obscure. Well, I think he was just trying to think of. Uh, I was a carrot I'm peeler you. for twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> when Bush took office, <laughs> Don't worry, the, we the were first forced one. out. The first one. <laughs> So, like, will you just eat an avocado straight up without scooping it out? Will you just, leave like, Tom alone? Like, just bite bite into stuff with skin on and all? Local Carrot Peelers <laughs> Union, double four two. <laughs> it, wouldn't it be faster to say 44? Wait, double... Double four two. Double four two is not faster. Four four two. Yeah, you're adding a syllable by saying double four, but that's and forty four. So just four four two would be the fastest. What did I say? (laughs) (laughs) You said double four two. Double forty two. Forty two forty two. Or would that be? Would that be local union forty two forty two? Yeah. Wait. (laughs) So if you say if you say double four two. Does that mean 4242? Does it mean 442? Or does it mean 82? Yeah, could be all three of those. Or I mean, any of those three. (laughs) I think it might be like a regional thing. It's 84. I think (laughs) they try and make it. (laughs) I mean, it's it's probably something that gets kind of obscured. So, like, like, the Masons don't want you to know all their secrets, neither do the Teamsters. Nor the carrot peelers. <laughs> <laughs> the you, onion, the onion cutters can't shut up about it. Nope. Can you? Uh, Our mortal enemy is the <laughs> onion cutters. Can you guarantee that? Hmm? Can you guarantee that? I can guarantee you anything <laughs> you want. I love that. That was a good. That also reminded me of the uh, that Tommy Boy moment, where uh, I don't remember the line. He's talking to Dan Aykroyd and. Something I can shit, shit in the a box, box and slap a guarantee, guarantee on it if you, you want. <laughs> I, like the, the I, I I feel like that's uh, just an homage to your general thoroughly dishonest salesman or agent that's just like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Bender I just got gonna, all Hollywood. I'm and just going uh, uh, immediately. It was perfect for him because yeah. he's Bender and he's slimy, he's a thief you know, and a yeah, crook. Yeah. He's a, 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 a scurvy, not scurvy. What's the word I'm looking for? Malleable. What? <laughs> I think he's he's absolutely flexible, or morally flexible. Yeah. Morally did, malleable. Did um, I thought you made up a word, and then now I heard what word you said, and I'm like, oh, I thought he, I heard like syllables, and I thought you just like. Uh, or like I'm gonna make up this word, and then I heard it again. I'm like, oh, you said Malibu. No, it's a real word. <laughs> I heard Malibu. I was, I was excited by Barbie. both, but I, I now I'm just kind of wish we would all sit around and just make up words for the rest of the the podcast. We can we can get there. Fl- flan trous. Do you know when you like look at a word for like a really long time and it stops like being a word? Or saying the like, word over and over again. Yeah. I've had that with the saying, not with the looking at the word. Like like tree. If I I, I, th- I feel like if I'm looking at it, it's gonna make sense. But if I keep saying it, then it's yeah, it's a different story. Is tree pronounced tre in French? I don't know. <laughs> <I'm> just, <it's, laughs> yes. Wait, three. 
No. Tom not speaks French. You know, they, you know what they call a tree in France? What? Lay tree. <laughs> <laughs> That's a command. <laughs> Lay tree there. Or, Tom, or, Tom, or a Tom, sexual orientation. Tom, for our listeners that have listened to our episode from the beginning, speaks French. How yes. do you say cheese? <laughs> in, fr- in French. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that is how I s- you say cheese that's in France. That's an appropriate that- joke for this episode. Yeah, that's something Harold Zoid would come up with. <laughs> was a, that was a 10-point callback. So how come at no time during the production of The Magnificent Three, which is about a son... The vice president who doesn't want to follow I, in his father's footsteps. I gotta who is say, the president. everything from when they start making the movie on, I enjoyed. Like, I, really? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, there are parts of it, like the the whole thing where he's just like, "No, you need to overact in yeah. every scene." But like, how come? Throw some pies and there. How come movies. no one? <laughs> they wasted all their money on pies. <laughs> But why did no one recognize? Remember, what a remember shit when, show when we used to live together? We wasted all our money on pies. <laughs> <laughs> And the heat but got those, shut like, off. Gag pies are—they're not even like filled. They're no, yeah, they're just like cream. whipped cream or whipped cream is expensive if you use the real shit. Probably use shaving cream, right? Sake. Shaving cream. Yeah, oh, shaving but cream. cream. But yuck! It's the, it'll get crusty on your skin and dry it out. It's soap, basically. Yeah, but it's an irritant. Yeah, but comedy sticky. is yucky. Ugh. Yeah, but, comedy is sticky. <laughs> I mean, cream's not much better because as soon as it warms up and gets, it's going to turn into like sticky sour milk mm-hmm. which has its own rewards but um i just i i don't know why no one understood that it was going to be the shit show that it was during production they're all just like yeah this guy's a genius and then all of a sudden it's like oh no it's a terrible terrible thing well i mean it was a talkie and that was a hard thing for harold zoid to, have Understand. to direct i mean he only had like a hundred years of watching them though I like when he was yelling at Calculine to, to act more or whatever he said. <laughs> Emote. Emote more, yeah. Extras run around and wave your arms and make faces. Yeah. And then they're filming it and it's just the people are just That's my the, that's ah! probably my favorite part. Just like, and the backdrop of the White House. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> just them, the like they're out on the lawn. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, that's good. Okay, so I'm not bothered by Zoidberg's ink sack, but the fact that he had a robot son in this. Who did? Zoid. He had a robot son? Calculon. That's part of how, why Magnificent Three was ridiculous. I Well, I know, but again... He's an actor. Why, why did... He's, he's playing a role. You're, he's, you know, whatever... Who says he's a robot in the movie? Right. Well, <sighs> the fact that they had Calculon as Harold Zoid's son in that movie is the whole joke of why it was just terrible... But they were just using Calculon to be, he was the, like, current main star to bring in, like, the publicity. That's why I stopped watching The X-Files, because David Duchovny, robot. I can't, I can't believe that he's a man. For a robot, he's sure masturbated. L- Louis, no. Louis Anderson at Baskets, See, a robot. I thought you were going to br- bring up uh, Robert Patrick, and... Uh, he, he actually is a robot. He was a robot, and he was on he X-Files. Played a robot. He was the T-1000. Yeah. Or according to <laughs> Pete, the T two. Oh, when you said when you said Robert Patrick, I pictured um, filter. No. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, that is because of that episode, the, the Electric Guy episode. He, isn't he's that a thinking about Patrick Tapsy? Uh, 
Wait, why did you think his brother is his brother is is uh from filter. What? Filter. That's his brother? Yeah, yeah they shut grew the fuck up. up. They grew up in No, North there's Homestead. an episode of the X-Files where they play the yeah. filter song. I thought it was Wesley. <laughs> it's um Giovanni <laughs> Ribisi. Yeah, Wesley. Wesley. There's an episode of the X-Files where Giovanni Ribisi and Jack Black are the two kids and the one gets the yeah. electric powers and they play that filter song over and over again. So that's what the, uh, I thought you meant in that episode of the X-Files. Well, they, they're brothers, that. Robert Patrick and the guy from Filter, the Hey Man, Nice Shot guy is... Yeah, I uh, wish you could remember his blah, name. Blah, 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 Patrick. <laughs> it's a... Uh, Patrick. Uh, nobody uh, talks about the Patrick. fact that they both have names that start with R. That's a little precious. Like, they're two brothers within a couple years I hate when other. parents do that. What is his name uh, from Filter? Names Richard, that start with the same Richard Patrick. Patrick. Yes. Yeah, okay. And Robert is the actor. My apologies to Richard Patrick, because I know you listen to this podcast. I'm so sorry we did not remember your name. When you said Rick, Rick, when you said Robert Patrick, uh, I Did thought you were like, talking about Robert Pattinson or if whatever. If your parents what, named his name? What's Robert the guy from? Paddington Bear? Yeah, and I was like, oh, did he play a robot in a movie? I'll watch that. He was it, good in that... Um, Transmetropolitan or Mopolis, whatever that movie was. The one with the puppets that had sex. It's the one where he's um in the cat in the limo the whole time. And then <laughs> Wait, isn't Robert Pattinson the one that was a the vampire? Yeah, but I've I've never That's seen technically a robot. I mean I don't know <laughs> what the word technically <laughs> means, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, what yeah, is it? Transmetropolitan? Trans Metro Transamerica? It's the he's in a limo and then at the end, who's the guy from he's Detective Munch. Who, who <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the um trans wait, trans what? The guy from American Splendor that's in every other movie too. Paul Giamatti? Yeah, and he kills him at the end. You guys ever seen that movie? Spoiler alert. Trans yeah, who gives a shit? You're never gonna watch it. <laughs> wait, trans what is it? What do you? I'm I'm fucking looking it up. Phone, I, phone sorry, Talk amongst yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk. Can we think of any other celebrities that have names that sound similar <laughs> to Robert or Richard Patrick? Yeah, that's actually I like that game. <laughs> I just that that whole preciousness of naming the kids with the same phonetics. Like if your if your sister's name was Dylan Tamara. McDermott or Dylan Mulroney <laughs> <laughs> or or the Conan skit was like Dermot, 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 Bill, Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, R.I.P. Which one, though, guys? <laughs> <laughs> one of them, for sure. Um, Paxton, right? <laughs> yes, he's the uh, one who unfortunately passed away due to complications from surgery. Yeah, that sucks. Too uh, soon. Game over. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know him. Um, while you're looking up Twilight Saga actors. Oh, yeah, Twilight. Thanks. Lowe's <laughs> <laughs> Gaddafi's Chinese Theater is where the Magnificent Three premiere was. Mm. And they managed to clear the entire room but not realize it until the very end. And my favorite part of that whole scene was Calculon does a full rotation with his head to look at the room instead of getting up and turning around. He just spins the head all the way around, and he's like, I need my million dollars back. There's a whole deleted scene right before it goes into the next act that um, they're in the movie theater, and Bender ends up admitting to... That he told Calculon that he was guaranteed to win the Oscar if he did this movie. And it was so he would pay for the movie. And Harold Zoid at this time didn't even know that uh, Zoidberg didn't pay for the movie. And then Zoidberg admits that he's a fraud. And like that, they cut that whole scene out. Really? What was Zoid's reaction to Zoidberg being a fraud? 
Oh, he got upset. And then the next scene is the Daily Variety spinning in, which I paused it to look at all the headlines on it. They're great. What are they? Probably the best part of the show, and you don't even get yes. to it. Yeah. Uh, the top thing is Osc noms announced, and then underneath it, also Oscar nominations announced. Yeah. <laughs> and then, I caught that one. Yeah. And then uh, the NA or the NAAPC complains of low computer hirings <laughs> instead of the NAACP. And then the one at the bottom is, oh, God, okay, it's Fox exec back sex pick flicks lacks crucial bucks stock sinks X prez. So it's like that <laughs> Hicks that like, or it was sticks, Nick's Hicks picks or whatever. Like that one, it was some uh, headline. It was like these rural people were like trying to not back a uh, movie, like a documentary about like rural, their rural area or whatever. Okay. So it's like all X's and everything. So it's like Fox exec E X E X backs B A X sex picks P I X flicks lax crua so it's all ends it all in x so it's like trying that's to like say a really it, yeah. good like simpsons headline you know it, they did it in one of them i can't that, remember that's which, why i'm thinking the same was headline it, no 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 like a it was similar like cops thing. that rex it was like maybe maybe like the rex episode or 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 uh, the rex yeah, uh, um they had yeah, i looked it up on wikipedia and they had a whole bunch of like different things that they used it in like just uh different Entertainment things like and loose I can't lips remember. and ships, sort of thing. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of alliteration. I, I found the movie. It's uh, Cosmopolis. Oh, yeah. Momopolis. It was on Netflix for a long time. I don't think it is anymore. I don't think I'll miss it. I don't know. It's pretty good. Sure, there's lots of good. You'd stuff like out it. There. You'd like it. I don't think. Um, I don't think most people would like it, but I think you would. <laughs> Pete, <laughs> nobody has a magical chest cavity. <laughs> or does that only happen at the end where Paul Giamatti takes Yeah, care? and that's how he, he kills. He crawls out of Robert Pattinson's <laughs> chest. chest and shoots him. It's crazy. And then afterwards, he's like, I could have done it from inside. No. no. I no, like, no, actually, that's Pete. He could have done it from inside. No. The whole time. <laughs> so... I, why what a waste of ninety minutes! Why do they keep shitting on Sylvester Stallone? Like I, I have my own reasons. I don't think they were shitting like, on him. I think they were just poking fun because he's a he's a big goon. But he is, hey. he was dead. Well, they also made Jack Nicholson a gorilla. They made fun of is him. That too, who that, that was I forgot also, who the name was. I couldn't so, hear it. That Jack Nicholson's like, DNA was reconstituted yes. into the body of a gorilla. Ah, uh, that makes a lot more. And sense. also, we skipped over the whole part that actual Calculon. Um, said he will kill Bender, if he Zoidberg, and Harold Zoid if he doesn't win an Oscar. Oh, oh, okay. So it's not the money. It's the, and then they decide to rig the yeah, Oscars yeah. because he actually Calculon won a Golden Globe for the performance. <laughs> and what was what did Cal, what was Calculon's response to that? Sarah. Mm. <laughs> I, wait, it's the wait, Emmy of take Movie a swing Awards. Of wine and then <clears throat> say his line. So that was not the real Joan <laughs> well, Rivers. You have to hold a ventriloquist, ventriloquist dummy. That was that was not the real. I Joan feel like Rivers there's a lot of carpet, moments, right? What's that? That wasn't the real. No, Joan Rivers. it was the Milo ventriloquist dummy. It was Tress McNeil. She did yeah, a she really did a good great job, Joan uh, Rivers. Like that's. Do you feel like Joan Rivers got redeemed? Feel... 
at the end of her life because she really yes her I think her reputation was just like you're a really awful bitchy person that just makes fun of people's for, clothes for for somebody my age um <clears throat> I don't know, I didn't know Joan Rivers as the uh, yes as the lady <laughs> who had, who, shook his head at me and I'm, <laughs> she was in the row when they showed the seating the seated crowd at the Oscars the, who was in There's, the what Amy and Kiff were there together. Um, Zap Brannigan was there. I forget I, I the old that. lady. Who's like the old lady that had oh, to get in the ten fifteen? Oh, Amy Sideboob. Oh no. <laughs> oh, you're thinking of that was definitely Penelope. There. I think is that. Oh yeah, Penelope. So she was, was there with yeah. Amy Malleable. There was Edith Head with there with Jar Jar Banks. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Both their heads. Head jokes. Yep. Um, and Jar and jokes. Then, then Marbo was yeah. there. Head mm-hmm. Jar jokes. And keep going. And well, and then it, then it looked like a a Bill Cosby, Polly Shore, and um, uh, I don't think it was Polly Shore. No, Polly yeah, Shore, Shore and, uh, and his ex, and his ex, um, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. Interesting. I didn't see. I didn't see them in that row. I totally missed them. Um, it it was an interesting crowd there. For you know sure. what? I'm really, really mad that we did not get to see who won uh, the best cinematography in a non-visible spectrum, though. <laughs> I missed that uh, that line. Yeah. Oh, uh, conversely to the excellent Joan Rivers impression, whoever did Billy Crystal sucked. It was um, it was a really bad Billy Crystal impression. Uh, Phil Lamar. Was it? Yeah. Not good. I don't know if it was like done on purpose it to was, be that uh, not good. I don't know. It was, I uh, didn't know. It didn't hit any of the notes. Like, why you have Hank Azaria there for God's sakes? He's already do halfway to Billy Crystal. Well, with I the think Herald they were trying Zoe to use voice. as much of their regular cast as they could. I, it, I thought it was. I thought yeah, it was I an impersonation. Know what's going you know? on in everybody else's lives as to why this episode is so lackluster? You mean when they were making it? Like, yeah. was everybody just? I you know what I who knows either yeah everybody either maybe all (laughs) the good people are on vacation yeah or like yeah or some kind of tragedy or um or or maybe maybe that was the week that like they found out like half of their benefits got cut or something and they were like uh um that or or it could have been uh somebody's like nephew was trying to trying to get started in writing or whatever and. You know, they were like, you gotta, you gotta put his script in or whatever. And they tried to punch it up, but they couldn't, you know, like. I always knew I'd die like in somebody's... a pit, but I didn't think it would be a pit full of tar. <laughs> <laughs> Did Leela say that or Fry, Fry that? said that? Oh. You know what? No, Leela said it. I thought, I thought Fry said it when he was trying to eat his shoe. No, I feel like we skipped Leela. over everything. Like, how did they get in the tarpet again? Like, who cares? They try oh, to, they try to land. Cheap. Yeah, she didn't want to pay for the valet. She was taking like a mail roll. She didn't want to mm-hmm. take. Uh, she didn't want to pay I mean, for that's, parking. That's a that's a construct, but yeah, okay. <laughs> Look, parking in LA is a fucking difficult, and b fucking expensive, especially at an event like that. If I have heels on, we're gonna valet. Really? Was it no, only like two dollars to pay I the valet? That on was a construct. On an <laughs> onion cutter's salary? <laughs> <laughs> Can you pay a valet in onion I don't know. leavings? I splurged and valeted at Patty Smith. So, at what? Patty Smith. Oh, where was uh, that? Was recently? That was at one of the places downtown, like the, the Patty Smith was downtown. But yeah, she, yeah. On St. Patty's Day. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome though. <laughs> 
I'm in every city on St. Patrick's Day. Um, she is I'm everywhere. Multi. Uh, 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 She's got really fast horses to get from town to town oh to town. Oh my god! I'm gonna go. This has been real. <laughs> <laughs> have we have we gotten to the minor technical awards yet? Uh, no. Yeah. Why don't you tell them. us about? We them. actually found like out writing. who won all of them, and uh, <laughs> we're up to writing right now. Uh, <laughs> so wait, uh, <laughs> how? Uh, never mind. I, <laughs> Everybody applauds when Zoidberg dumps Billy Crystal's head. No, before that though, God, one of my favorite parts is the um, soft drink uh, ad placement. And the they best, have the best soft drink ad placement. Star Trek: The Pepsi Generation. They call me Mr. Pib. That was that was great. <laughs> and Snow White and the Seven Ups. And then then there was a calculator. I'm just one, now realizing it? they were all pops. Or for those of you soft not drinks. in our region, sodas. sodas. Soft drink. They are I soft call drinks. It soda, and that people have always called me out on that. What do you mean when you call it soda? Yeah. I got used to it in Georgia. I started. You're supposed to soda. call it Coke. Which is supposed there. to call it Coke down there. Yeah. But I felt like I'm not going to call it Coke because it's not Coke if it's not Coke. So I would start to say soda because I'm like, they'll know what that means. But if I say pop, even though they've seen TV before or a movie, they know what it pop is. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They would be like, yeah. pop, <laughs> why y'all call it that? You're, you're getting sorry, upset sorry. Was, I, that much sight. of the southern part of this country is hung up on. Uh, misinformation about soft drinks as opposed to some Is other topics. Is there anything else going on that people are disagreeing <laughs> about? Wait. Um, okay, so I don't watch a lot of award shows. It's mm-hmm. not my jam. But I love so, them, but go ahead. Okay. I mean, to be honest, the only reason why people are act is to get the respect and admiration of people in their But you, you have to understand Sarah hates pageants. Let's rig it. I just That's don't good like as well. <laughs> I don't know. But go ahead, Sarah. You don't. Um, you don't like seeing the, the just the pomp and garbage. Like if, and if, like, if you're going to watch people sucking their own dicks, it's going to be much more literal than like, yeah, that sort of thing where it's real. metaphorical. Like you want to see it. some ribs removed like close and the door. like, you know, yeah. <laughs> There's no other point to life but fame. That's what I believe. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what's like the life expectancy of a presenter on the Oscars? Uh, yeah. Because they like do runs, right? As far as I can remember. You mean like who the person who hosts the entire show? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they pick it year by it, year. Yeah, it, picks it depends year by on year. the ratings. It depends how it goes. Like, like Billy Crystal had a long run. He comes back. Right. Whoopi Goldberg had a pretty good run. <laughs> it could be one. It could be one award show. It could be three award shows. It all depends on how the ratings. They do threw and Ricky the Gervais out at the audience once, and that really didn't go <laughs> well. They did Seth MacFarlane once, and that's that. Did not go well. Didn't, <laughs> didn't like that. Didn't not Amy Poehler and Tina Fey go over pretty well? Well, they did like TVs? they did the Emmys. Oh. I think uh, did uh, Steve Carell? Didn't he do it? Or maybe Stephen Colbert? <laughs> Stephen Colbert did. Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, he did the Tonys. Yeah, yeah he's. I mean, he's yeah. like a quadruple threat. That guy. It's um, all about who's relevant at the time and who they think. Like, if somebody hosted the year before and they did a really good job, they're that's going to be the number one person. Chris back. Rock's if been not, on it a couple times, I thought. Yep, he was um, great. Why do you ask? Oh, I just I don't know. Like, because I feel like well, didn't Billy Crystal do it forever? He was for a long time. for a while, like, and yeah, during was, this time, it was like he was like a constant who did Oscar it after host. Him? I think Letterman, which went famously badly. I don't who remember that. The, who was a long? Did who else did that for like long? 
I feel like, yeah, um, who's like the, the number two Billy Crystal that was yeah, like yeah. doing it a lot? Was it Chris Rock? Because he did it a few times. John Stewart did one. I remember that. That was I great. I think Whoopi Goldberg might have done a few. Yeah, I was going to say Whoopi, maybe. maybe. Maybe that's who it was. Somebody um, from, from his group of so like it was their it old... Rosie O'Donnell or Ellen DeGeneres. They might have done some of them. Yeah. Possibly another famous lesbian. I I don't know. You Grant, that was it. It's those two. They're the only ones. Surely there must be more. No, there aren't. And stop calling me more. <laughs> did you write that down? Is that what you're looking? No, I'm. I'm, <laughs> just, I'm just we we did we did get a, a really uh, front and center robot from Zoidberg. Where he's like the soda oh, machine robot. Oh. In fact, I think that was during the the announcement of the nominees. It's like, or the soda machine robot. What is the robot name? Boxy, my favorite yes. fucking character Boxy. in all the Futurama. Okay. Boxy Wait, reminds beep. me of a garbage can, which also reminds me of what is the the Star Wars android that looks like a oh the one that walks on the legs. Yeah, because I always see it like, back and forth. Makes me laugh. Trash yeah. unit, and he goes like womp womp. It's like um, a square yeah, no, it's box. A, I forget what his yeah, name is. No, like, he has like a name. A yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 like a If I was as much of a, uh, a Star Trek or Star Star Wars nerd as I am a Star Trek, I would know because I've heard the name. But I feel if like Dan Hollihan like was here right now, he would that. know it. Oh, oh no! It absolutely is. It one hundred percent. It it definitely. As soon as I was like, oh, that's like yeah. I mean, because there's so many. But I giggle like every time. They get yeah. thrown in but I just the transport, like him. and I'm like, that's, that's a garbage can. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's well, like they ran out of money on their like budget, and they were it like, was this, just throw it, some legs they did, on it. It was it. the 70s. They had five bucks, and they made They were movie. in Tunisia, for God's sakes. <laughs> um, I liked Mark Jones in How Beige, Beige Was My Jacket. <laughs> Like the most boring movie starring the most boring white person name. Is... Um, I like were, oh, were any ahead. of you surprised that Zoidberg was successfully able to hijack the entire act? Like, that would be something that he would fuck up spectacularly, and he managed to pull off giving the award to Harold Zoid. Like, he can be like, on it if he needs to be. You think? If the story calls for it, Zoidberg's on. Like when he has to be flexible like an animal at the yeah. pet show or something? I love that they brought up the Marissa Tomei uh, reference, though. <laughs> it was like, you read the wrong name. Shut up. <laughs> And didn't that just happen again this year? Didn't was well, it, we? Oh, I, I brought was it up Warren Beatty or or uh, Richard uh, Gere. No, Warren Beatty and uh, the, Faye the, Dunaway. Faye yeah, Dunaway. Faye Dunaway read the wrong thing. Like it was the wrong envelope or whatever. But that what I brought up was that that proves that Marissa Tomei actually won the Best Actress award because if there was a mess up, That's what they, they obviously would have stopped it and made sure it was right. You think? Yes. That was twenty some years ago. Do you do you oh. feel like this episode was supposed to end up being sounds like a Marvel character critical yeah, of the <laughs> or, or of the like Hollywood establishment and how like people are willing to just roll over? Like I feel like I feel like it was trying to be very critical and it was just such a lame duck like wishy washy attempt at it. Are you are you guys following like like the fact that like when they announce the wrong thing, the audience is just kind of like, okay, we'll go along with it because nobody wants to stand you know up what? and say, you know no. what, me want honeycomb. <laughs> <laughs> From what I gather, um, Hank Azaria had like loved the character Zoidberg and was like, I if I'm ever going to voice anybody on 
Oh, Futurama. Really? I, I want to do awesome. a like a relative of Zoidberg. So I think they wrote an episode, episode like, hey, we'll have to this, have this uncle, this uncle and, and everything. Yeah. And I don't. I think when they were writing, like everything was going. I think. It seemed in theory really good, but then when it all played out, I don't it think it was theory, like, like a. It's not a terrible episode idea for an but episode, and it's not the, the worst. execution's kind of yeah. It's not yeah, it's just spread out a enough. little punched up. It's trudgy. Yeah, right. It, it just it could have been a little snappier, you know. Just you know, maybe thrown in. Some, I mean, according uh, to according to Sarah, you need to be really wasted for it to be actually. Funny. You know what? Well, I maybe really that's... only laughed like at the the hollow mm-hmm. disc. Yeah, close shave. That's it. That's it. Not none, none of the later stuff when they were doing the bad mm. movie. No, or, no, I didn't of, think the bad movie was funny at all. Oh. None of Bender becoming a hot water heater all of a sudden water, somehow. I thought that the calculon scene okay. was funny. Total bullshit. I'm also trying to we didn't. We I glossed did. over that whole thing. Honestly, yeah, kind of skipped it. In this but, this gem of of, a, of an episode, that's that's yeah. okay. I mean, to be honest, my favorite part of the whole thing was that they had an award for best cinematography in a non visible spectrum. Like I thought that was that's hilarious, funny. and that's that funny. says a lot about yeah. how this episode is. That says a you lot know, about right. uh, the stuff that you're appreciating. In you Futurama, know what I just which is why realized? You like the show because they right. throw stuff like that in there. Fry barely in this episode. Leela. Barely in this episode. Oh, okay, the there you go. Professor barely yeah, the, in this there you episode. Go. Yeah, the cutaways weren't even. Is the professor they, in this episode? I think, they weren't that I think good. when they, they first good. come back to Planet Express at the beginning, where when yeah, when, when Hermes the, calls the, Zoidberg, the uh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, penniless the lobster. normal beginning meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you know what it was? Is Zoidberg... oh, he put he has the the holodisc. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Are you Takes sure? That was yeah, because the yeah. yeah. he blows the dust <laughs> off it. No, it was sure. no, no. It was that guy, the old guy with the big thick glasses. Yeah, and the long lab coat and the pajamas. The slippers. Yeah, he had slippers. Definitely slippers. Um, Mister Nibbler. Fake uh, he hits. had a giant cannon coming out of his chest, and it would destroy everyone. Bosco, you're thinking of I'm Bosco. Thinking of Bosco. <laughs> That's very possible. He's that guy. Always wore a shirt. Do you think Boxy, do you think his name came from Bosco? <laughs> no, I think because he looked like a box. He is a little boxy. Hey, he does. <laughs> yeah. And he beeps a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's about it, right? I mean, we're yeah, I mean, this this, this kind of this one. Horrible episode. I'm glad we had an interesting guest like you to discuss this shitty, shitty episode, Sarah. You, you made it fun. Yay. Thanks for coming Bye. on again. I did it. Sorry, um, I was looking up the Star Wars garbage can character. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Did you find his name? <laughs> if no, you put Star Wars, Star Wars garbage, garbage can was Jar Jar Binks. Oh, you just, right? Did you just Gar- find Gar Gar Binks? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anywhere on the internet that you'd like people to come and find you? Never. No. Um, I have Instagram. It's public, and I have Twitter, and it's public, mm-hmm. and they're both at Eisenhart, but. Like I said the last time, they're pretty boring. Sometimes you might get pictures of us on them. Most of them are accidental pictures that she takes with her phone when it's in her pocket. (laughs) They're automatically (laughs) loaded to Instagram. (laughs) Pictures of chopped onions and whatnot. (laughs) It's a whole bunch of black just (laughs) images or like something like out of focus, like on a table or something. But it's spelled out eyes and heart like E Y E S N. 
for both your Twitter and your Instagram is spelled out. Uh, There's times when I go to uh, spell your real name and I forget because I'm so used to, which I've I've brought up before on on like the other week. I don't think it was. I'm so used to uh, people's Instagram and Twitter handles that like I forget. There's people we're friends with in real life that like. When I think of them, I think doop doo doo like I think right. of their like thing. Or yes. in your case, where it's spelled differently, but it's still pronounced, you know, the same right. or whatever. All I know is I had to correct the spelling of your name on our spreadsheet. Yeah. From a possi- I didn't do it. Possibly Israeli spelling. Did I to- do it? <laughs> I guess it was me then. If it <laughs> guess, wasn't you, I guess the process of Wait a second. Was it you, Sarah? It was. It was e i s e i s e n h a r t. So it was. So I did a combination of. Oh no, that's like the German. Well, but it I, starts yeah. with an I, I. Yeah, it would be like E I S E N H A R D. But your D T. Your actual last name starts with an I. It starts with an I. I S E N H A R T. It starts with an I, and that rhymes with pie, and that stands for trouble. Trouble in River City. Anybody? <laughs> eh, whatever. I got it. Um, where else? No, I don't really have anything. I have a website of art that I'm not making currently. That's Tell cool. us about that. SarahEisenhart.com. It's real, real Is that simple. the funny spelling or the German spelling no, or the Jewish spelling or the real spelling? It's, the it's a it's a bunch of canvases that she accidentally paints <laughs> in her <laughs> pocket. Can, can you spell <laughs> Or it leaving out? it on the table in off-focus <laughs> pictures. Sarah with an H or without can, an H? Can you spell with it out H. for us or just spell another word that you like to spell? Um, and then like I malleable. have a secret account on Instagram where I just actually photograph... Uh, Label vintage record label uh, designs. Wait, what's a secret Instagram account, and how come I don't have one? <laughs> uh, called labels, labels, which I really like. But which means that it's secret that it's not it's, actually her. Is it's that a, the secret? It's, the, it's like I'm not associated with it, right. but I run it. Is it a secret? So like we find out you're a Bob anymore. at the end, and then it turns out. You've been killing everybody, right. or his well, spirit, or like whatever that movie meant. Madam Gao of I've actually, the hand. My name, my first and last name, have been changed, so you have no idea who I am. It's a label, label. Your label, label. It's know? actually a real name is Sarah without an H. Eisenhart E. All right, that'd um, be the best name change ever, though. I'm real, no one would suspect that. I'm real, real interested to see what you edit this thing into, Tom. Thanks for coming on. Uh, It'll be hello. Thanks for coming on. Uh, and then that's <laughs> it. Um, we can be reached at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. Slurmcast.com has links to all of our episodes and uh, other things. We're on Facebook. We are at slurmcastpod on Twitter and Instagram. We're one of the 33 podcasts to be streaming in Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, we're on a list. Thanks for that. Shout out Nikki Delamont at cleveland.com. Um, we can be phoned or texted at 216-438-1077. Is that, that's the right number? That is the right number. And if you do leave a voicemail, there's a chance you'll wind up on a voicemail episode at some point. So treat that yeah, information, um, it's going to happen leave as them. you will call in and, and say some stuff. Um, I think you can find oh. me if you, um, Take a big whiff, and if you can smell hot dog breath, just follow that, and eventually <laughs> look for the, you the get ketchup stronger stains. as you go on. <laughs> um, and please uh, rate or review us on iTunes. Uh, we love seeing what people have to think about the show, um, and every little bit helps get us noticed more um, in the grand scheme of things. And we appreciate your uh, listenership. So have a great week, and we'll talk uh, with at 
over <laughs> you soon again. Bye. And we're gonna do all that. We're gonna talk all the things to you. Go. Stay away from those tar sharks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>